0: What's up, guys? Brad Appley here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Vegas 64 this weekend. Rodriguez versus Lemos in the main event. Should be a good one. 12 fights on the slate. As always, going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and another matchup that I'm eyeing um, in tournaments. And before I get into those picks, please make sure to subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment below. Let's go with uh, who your favorite play is in the 8k range i like doing that there's a lot of high upside fighters in the 8k range so if you can just tell me who you're gonna play and who's gonna come through in that 8k range you're gonna get a big leg above the field so uh, always interested to see who you guys select all right without further ado let's get into my cash gameplay of the week it's gonna be none other than marina rodriguez All right, for cash games this week, I like Marina Rodriguez. I don't like her as much in tournaments because without uh, a win inside the distance, um, Rodriguez is not likely to put up a massive score. We've already seen her win two five-round decisions and score 89 and 85 points. And she is plus 185 inside the distance here. So a finish is, is far from guaranteed. Wrestling is probably not going to happen so we're really just betting on rodriguez to win a decision Um, maybe a late finish and land a bunch of significant strikes and in tournaments at a moderate ownership i think there are definitely other targets you can pivot away from if you'd like in cash games i like rolling with the main event favorite i think she's still very safe minus 220 to win this fight Five rounds to work with. She lands more than five significant strikes per minute against an opponent in Lemos who's absorbing 4.4 per minute at a 48% striking defense. Lemos does have, you know, knockout power, uh, decent submission grappler. She could have success early in this fight. But at 8.8K, I think Rodriguez is hard to pass up, especially because the fighters surrounding her in price are some of these risky grapplers who, like yes, maybe worth targeting in tournaments, but we know what we're getting with Rodriguez. She provides a level of consistency that most other fighters in this range do not have. 25, I mean, she's landed 144 and 125 significant strikes in her two main events. So um, that's decent upside. And an 85 to 89, 90 point win would be totally fine with me in cash games. We don't need 120 points for, um, I think you can also obviously pay up to Miranda Maverick. She's going to be very popular cash gameplay as well as a minus 600 favorite. But in this lower 9, upper 8K range, I like the consistency with the main event, especially with her volume um, in a fight that I expect to be relatively high paced. So Marina Rodriguez, 8.8K, my cash gameplay of the week. All right, next up for my tournament play of the week. I'm gonna roll with Johnny Munoz at 8.7k, and I want to clarify that like this is kind of just a pick. Um, I think there's a lot of very very similar fighters on this card. Like for example, for example, Jake Hadley, Grant Dawson, uh, Shah Ilan, Johnny Munoz, Tagir Ulanbekov. They're kind of all in a tier for me as grapplers who should have success and opportunities and probably will need a finish to exceed value, end up on the optimal lineup. And, you know, I want to have exposure to all of them. The reason why I'm, I'm specifically targeting Munoz with this pick is because I think people are scared to play him. Um, fighters like Grant Dawson are going to get higher ownership because Dawson's never lost. You know, Sha Yilan has won twice in a row, put up 99 and 105 points. Uh, Tagir is minus 220 at 8.6K and against an opponent who just got dominated on the ground. Munoz is coming off a a knockout loss in a minute. And people tend to be scared off by those results for good reason, because maybe his durability is just not there and he's going to get knocked out again. Um It's also not maybe the easiest matchup in the world against Sholinian who lost to Jack Shore, another good submission grappler and survived. But the point I want to make here is that although Sholinian survived Jack Shore, he gave up multiple takedowns. He gave up a ton of significant strikes. He gave up nearly five minutes of control and he was put in like a deep arm triangle choke and he had his back taken and yeah, he survived, but that doesn't mean he's going to survive every time in those positions and i don't like the thought of him continuing to concede positions like that and an opponent like johnny munoz who has risk may have durability issues you know has only won one of his three fights maybe he doesn't have the best fight iq in the world i'm not totally sure munoz is a very good submission grappler and he was able to take Nate Maness down in his UFC debut, take the back, threaten for a submission. He submitted Jamie Simmons in his second fight. And yeah, he's coming off a knockout loss, but this dude's a really good submission grappler. If he's able to land you know, two to three takedowns, I think he's going to get advantageous positions. I think he'll take the back. He could put himself, um, you know, give, give himself an opportunity to win by arm triangle as well. And at 8.7K, It's a decent price point to pay. He is plus 200 inside the distance. It's not spectacular, but it's fine. It shows that there's some finishing upside. I wouldn't be very confident in Munoz if he doesn't win by submission. Like if you just told me the fight goes to decision, I'm a little bit less confident. Who knows how striking exchanges are gonna look. But I do think Munoz has wrestling upside. He can get dominant positions, decent inside the distance line, and hopefully he won't be that popular on this slate. Uh, Because people are going to be scared off by him. So I'm going to spread out my exposure for sure, but I like grapplers with some finishing upside. I think Minos has that decent option there for tournaments at 8.7K. All right, moving on to my salary play of the week. I like Derek Minner at 7.3K. This is a good fight to target on on the whole. It is minus 1. 75 to end inside the distance, and throughout Minner's career, he's been this fighter who has success early, wins inside the distance early, or gets tired, gets knocked out, gets submitted. So either way, winner, winner or loss, um, fighters, Minner or his opponent, tend to score very well on DraftKings. Now, he has actually gone the distance in two of his last three fights, which is kind of crazy, but um, there's no guarantee that trend, uh continues. And point being minner at 7.3k he has risk he might lose the fight he might lose the fight inside the distance but i really do like his fantasy ceiling at this price because he's aggressive he's a good submission grappler and he's fighting an opponent in Shah ilan who you know lost to josh Kulabau a year ago and gave up two takedowns to sean soriano a year ago and got his back taken by sean soriano and got his back taken by TJ Brown in 2022. And he's won his last two fights, and and he's got parts of his game that work, but he's defending takedowns at 40%, and he gives up his back. And it seems like Minner will have an opportunity to replicate the success of Shaw's past opponents. I think Minner can land takedowns early in this fight. I think he can threaten first submission. Best case scenario, he wins early in the fight, smashes, is on the optimal lineup, or you know he has success on the ground, wins around, extends the fight, and maybe he can squeak out a decision. I wouldn't bet on it, but men are at 7.3k, just so aggressive, and like if he wins, it's going to come from grappling to some degree or a win inside the distance. He's plus 300 inside the distance, not Amazing, but for 7.3K, it's a fine number. I love the pace of this matchup. I love the grappling opportunities, and I like Minner's specific ceiling on DraftKings. He's won twice in the UFC, 111, 122 points. The type of fighter I like to invest in every single time, win or lose, because of what he can produce when he hits. Decent opportunity here on Saturday. I will have Shaw in tournaments as well, for the record. Just I'll, I'll choose another fight to talk about next. But um, yeah, if Shaw wins at 8.9K, decent chance. It comes from grappling and a, and inside the distance as well. He's plus 140 inside the distance, so makes for a good tournament play there. I just really like the savings and the early opportunity for Minner there at 7.3K. And finally, my tournament matchup of the week, I want to talk about Jake Hadley versus Carlos Candelario. Hadley's priced up to 9.2K, Candelario 7K. Hadley's another one of these guys, basically exactly like Johnny Munoz, except more expensive and priced between Bautista, Dawson, Maverick. I don't know that Hadley is going to be popular, especially coming off a loss in his UFC debut. What I like about this matchup in particular is that it should be fought at a relatively high pace. Both guys are aggressive. Both guys like to grapple. And both guys are pretty poor defensively. Um... Hadley gave up two takedowns in his de- fight on the contender series and was controlled on the ground and then ended up winning by submission in the second round. In his UFC debut, he was taken down a couple times, reversed three times, and controlled for more than nine minutes. And that's just not good. I mean, that's a sign of someone who struggles as a defensive wrestler and gives up control. Candelario. In his three fights, gave up eight takedowns, four takedowns, and most recently, one takedown plus two reversals and seven minutes of control time to Tatsura Taira. This guy concedes takedowns, concedes dominant position, and yeah, he'll scramble up, but I I really like the lack of defense on both sides because it just gives the winner of this fight an opportunity to score. If you have two fighters who are super defensively sound, well, then it's hard for either guy to implement their game. It's hard for either guy to land much offense either on the feet or easily land takedowns, easily earn control. Both these guys are are poor defensively. So if Hadley wins, which I think is a fair expectation given his betting line, it's probably going to come from takedowns. It's probably going to come from back takes and submission opportunities. He may need a win inside the distance to, uh, to... end up optimal at 9.2k but i don't think he's going to be very popular plus 220 inside the distance just a solid semi-contrarian tournament option in the top end and candelario if he wins it's probably going to come from um, a mix of takedowns and strikes on the feet as well 7k is he likely to win no but if you're you know priced below Amanda Lemo she got you know Minner Mark Madsen Benito Candelario Shawna Young it's not the greatest range in the world i'm fine taking a couple chances here on Candelario at 7k just for the the ability to produce offense, the up-paced matchup. I think it should be a fun fight. Looking forward to that one. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you so much for the support. You can follow me on Twitter at p DailyFanMMA.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. Just posted an hour plus podcast over there. Got like 15,000 words covering every single fight on the slate. Make sure to subscribe to the channel, like the video again, let me know who your favorite play is in the eight K range and best of luck in your contest this week, guys. Take care. Talk to you soon. Peace.